This is why we need to have meetings in between. <laughs> I know. This is why you all need to figure out a time to actually record Dilly and Dally. Okay, we say we're going to do it, and then Nicole doesn't say anything to me, and then I don't let her out. not. <laughs> I was going to say, please don't let me take all this blade throw. Of the That's what I said. <laughs> Nicole doesn't reach out to me, and then I let that don't happen. Don't do anything about that. <laughs> Welcome to this episode. I'm Animal Crossing. <laughs> Welcome to this episode of Emily's Drag Fest. <laughs> Seriously? Where she drags herself and her friends. <laughs> it's not me in drag, as it should be. Welcome to the Village Idiots <laughs> Podcast. I'm your dungeon master, Nathan. With me this evening, I have Justin. Hey, yo. Emily. Hello. And Nicole. What's up? We are a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. At the end of every episode, I name a Village Idiot. And last week's Village Idiot was PAX. For short-circuiting an automaton. Named Talus Three. I don't even have my notes in front of me, y'all. This is just off the dome. None of it sounds real. Doing this once a week thing is really helping me with keeping my notes in order. Uh, anywho, <laughs> uh, because you were the village idiot last week, uh, there, Pax. What what happened last week? Give me, give me a give me a the, the rundown. I'll give you the Reader's Digest version. We went to the Thornburn Estate. It no, looked no, wait. Like a... Give me the TV Guide version. <laughs> episode perfect all right so you all <laughs> no reader's digest is fine okay yeah so we went to the thornburn estate it was a mixture of the shire meets a colonial massachusetts home and by the way it's a modern massachusetts colonial home not like the old wooden log things which no I no one cares about. this is not the reader's digest version <sighs> shit i care <laughs> i'll look it up while you do the rest of the recap um yeah, so we were greeted by Talus Three, who took Maxine to the restroom where she turned invisible and looked for a window. And I ran away from Talus. I walked away from Talus Three and overloaded him. When that happened, Nestor. Shit, what's his name? Nestor. You made this family tree. How do you not know? Uh, hold, please. Nestor These sounds right. These are your people. <laughs> These are your people. Well, his name was Norser. Was Norser. Norser. Norser, that sounds right. Close enough. So, he is the sixth cousin, twice removed or whatever, from Sephina. Second cousin. Second cousin. Yeah. And so, I don't understand any of that stuff. Uh, this is the Wikipedia version. I'm going to need you to shorten it up. <laughs> we spoke to Yendek and Diani, and we got some info, and now we're looking for... We're going to uh, Entepa through the Gaudi Tower. That's right. There you go. No. Yeah, that was right. Yes. Are we trying to go through the Gaudi Tower? Yeah. I don't remember that part. Mm. I remember talking about we were how gonna we use, were going to go. 
we were going to use the Marquesa's importance oh, to get through. Yeah. Now I remember. We were going to be her entourage. You're trying to get to Gizmoboro. Not in Teva. Well, you're trying to get to Gizmoboro to get the clearance to um, go through the Gizmoboro Grotty Tower to Inteva directly. I remember asking her, like, aren't you important? Can't you get us in? <laughs> like, <laughs> Aren't you important? Yes. <laughs> the fact that you just asked me that, uh, I'm negative 5% less, like, important. Mm. The more times someone says that. <laughs> aren't you important? Sweet. So, you all have just left the Thornburn Estate. So you're still in, like, the southern tip of western Lux right now. Uh, you've got to head on out to Gizmoboro. So, um, you... How, how are you all traveling? It's, um... It's afternoon now, by the time that you have all, uh... Spoken with Norser and Yendak and Diani and all them. Uh, Broke Talus 3. So, um... How are y'all traveling? What would y'all like to do? Uh, I would like to hire a carriage. For sure. How are you gonna do that? What do you mean? How am I gonna do that? How are you, <laughs> how, how do you want to do this? Where is the nearest carriage shop? <laughs> Marquez? Like, what? <laughs> um... How far, so how long would it take us to get to Gizmoboro if we walked? You would actually be really close to where you were, uh, where you took down the thorn. Uh, so it would take you a, a few days. Okay, so we want to hire somebody again. So, um, is there a town we can walk towards and I can see if there's a carriage dealer? <laughs> oh my gosh, Emily. What? Is there a town nearby? One Why is that been, a bad question? You have been, Why are you mean to me? You have been playing in this world for over a year now. You know that you're on a line. I mean, don't feel bad, Emily, because I don't know the answer to that question either. I don't know either. You're, Why are you being mean? You're on a lorry. It's a city continent. It's all a town. It's all city. Everything is city. Okay, I walked down the street then. God, why are you being such a dick about it? I thought we were on, like, the outskirts of the town. Yeah, I thought that Safina, like, the Thornburn Estate was, like, on the outskirts, like, away from stuff. It's yeah. the outskirts of Gizmo Borough and the Veiled City, but on the left side. But it's still... Yeah. So, the way... It, it's, like, uh... It's secluded, but it... On the edge of the grounds, it's still city all around it. See, I didn't so know that. They've got a lot of <laughs> land that they can do with what they will, and they have chosen to make it more halfling friendly. So there are rolling hills and these uh, houses up on top. Is, okay. But it is found in the midst of a city. Think Central Park okay. and New York City. Fine. I walk out and I'm going to go down the street and Find a carriage shop. Do you want me to like describe which direction I'm walking? Yes. How many steps I take? Please. Okay. Weast, and I'm going to say 400 <laughs> steps. Okay. Well, you walk 400 steps away from the nearest carriage shop because it's right outside the Thornburn uh, <laughs> Estate. We are in the same room. You can't do this to me. <laughs> Did uh, I was going to ask if like the Uber guy. What 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 are we calling it? What was uh, it called? Uber? Uber. It went back. Yeah, but yeah. didn't he? Did he give us a way to contact him? No. No, like they a... only go from there here, and then we put the thing back. They go back. Yeah, that oh. was 
one way of saying that. <laughs> okay, so so Wilbur was up. There's a carriage uh, stop right outside of the Thornburn estate. Okay, I'm going to go in there. Knock, knock. Hey, what's up? We need to hire a carriage. <laughs> I'm just going to be a... Oh, we don't have any carriages. <laughs> I'm going to fight you. Welcome, welcome. Would you, you, you would like a carriage? Where are you, where are you trying to go? <laughs> where are we trying to go? <laughs> I don't remember. The Grotty Tower in Gizmoborough. The Grotty Tower in Gizmoborough. Okay. Murfreesboro. Um. So, hi. Okay. Yeah, get your character voice on. <laughs> Trying. He's like, I can't smile when I talk like Maxine because she doesn't smile. <laughs> just, uh, just, just work around the smile. Okay. Uh, Eat around the hole. Nope. Oh. <laughs> like Swiss cheese. Nope. Hated that. Uh, I don't like the holes. I hate, around no, them. hated it. Um, well, what's wrong with that? Yucky. <laughs> Yucky. That's what we sell, Evan. <laughs> Yucky. <laughs> so, okay. <clears throat> Where are y'all trying to go? We are trying to get to the Grotty Tower in Gizmoboro. Well, you're in luck. We've got a special rate for uh, direct, direct carriages right, right to Gizmoboro. There's only, there's no stops. Oh, I would, I would expect there wouldn't be. That's wild. Um, weird that you would say that. Uh, but anyway, uh, so what is the nicest carriage you have? I would like to see that, please. Okay, let me, uh, let me go get it for you. Um, they bring up a, a very opulent looking carriage. Dope. Uh, it is being pulled by a, a very nice horse as well. It's one of the most beautiful horses you have ever seen. It is a gorgeous. It is a um, a chestnut color. What's the horse's name? Is this Maxine asking? Yes. She's breathless. <laughs> she says that it's very low. What's the horse's name? Please tell me. I need to know. <laughs> this is this is our, our our strongest strongest horse. This this year's Hazel. It's perfect. <laughs> oh, I love that name. She's our, our fastest, strongest, and most beautiful uh, mare. That's right. I'm not an equestrian. Mares are for the ladies. Steeds, <laughs> steeds are the, the dudes. That's right. <laughs> steeds I thought and mares. Steed was just another name for Izzy. Izzy would know the answer to this. Sound off go. in the chat, the chat, girl. The chat's gonna, she's gonna go. Blow up that chat. Blow up the chat. Tell us we're wrong. You're right about the mare thing, for sure. But I yeah. don't, I think a steed refers to just a horse. In, it's like dude. Yeah, like you could no. call Well, dudes. if a steed refers to a um, horse in general, why don't we just call them all steeds instead of horses? Well, if you call, if you say like, oh, that guy, you know, that knight and his noble steed, you don't know if it's a girl or a boy horse. I believe a male horse is referred to as a stallion. Stallion, yeah. Or stud. Stud, stud I horse. think that's right. I Pretty think sure that's, that's right. right. I think that's right. <laughs> that sounds right. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right. Hold on, hold on, Wait, hold on. is he saying something? Uh, I've watched The Crown. Lizzie I- <laughs> actually came up and said, a mare is a female horse, a stallion is an intact male, a gelding is a not intact steed, a horse ribbon. Now I'm even more confused. I don't want to know what's intact, but... 
<laughs> I think we can figure that out. <laughs> this is a, well, we've got the explicit tag up anyway, so. Why was this so complicated? <laughs> uh, the... <laughs> So, uh, Izzy, they, they why pull, are horses so complicated? They, I need pull, you to answer they, me. They pull out this carriage. It, it looks magnificent. It looks a lot better than the, the carriage that Wuber uh, gave you. However, oh, yeah. this one is a horse-drawn carriage. Mm-hmm. It is covered, so um, uh, you are protected from the elements. Uh, it's got the, the finest uh, cloths and linens and cushions on the inside. And Are there sweets and treats? Well, the sweets and the the sweets and treats package is gonna that'll cost another five gold. Oh, I've got the gold. How much gold do you have, by the way? The way you say that is so great. I've got the gold. <laughs> I feel like we should just be at an understanding that Maxine has a lot of money, and you should just trust me when I say. <laughs> she planted a lot of money trees. All around. (laughs) I feel like my backstory would entail me having a lot of money. At her, at her, like, beck and call. I'm in the halls of indulgence. We can talk actual numbers later if I'm going to keep being, like, this much of a dick about it. Um, (laughs) But I feel like I'd have enough to rent this carriage, at the very least. We'll get into the semantics later. Okay, you and I, we'll talk, we'll talk. Yeah, after this is all over, we'll... (laughs) <laughs> we'll discuss it. <laughs> we'll discuss how much I'm allowed to be like this. <laughs> yes. So would you like to hire the uh, Hazel in her carriage then? Oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, and uh, are any of you uh, licensed carriage drivers? Anyone? Anyone? Um... Anyone proficient uh, in, in vehicles? Land vehicles? Um, um, Definitely uh, hold, hold, not. Hold, please, hold, uh, Where's my... I feel like I am Amish. You know what I'm talking about? Go on. That's the best way to describe my character is that I am so I've lived so far removed from society like with the druids that I it's like I'm in that show Breaking Amish like I have left the Amish and now I'm out into this world with like technology and cars and like it's all new to me, and I don't know how to do any of this stuff. I'm like a newborn baby. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm a baby. I'm a little baby. I'm trying to find other proficiencies. Other proficiencies. Pax has never ridden a horse in his life. Doesn't have uh, any animal handling skills. Uh, you don't have it. Okay. Um, none of us know how to ride a horse. Does <laughs> Can you rent us a person? <laughs> Um, that's, uh, no. Did you we, just say, can you rent us we, a person? <laughs> we hire out our drivers. I just needed to know whether or not I needed to include that in the invoice. No, we don't rent them out. This isn't a brothel. I mean, I'm still and renting even, their time regardless of what I decide to you, do with it. I just feel like... <laughs> you're hiring them for their time. And that... Even you don't even rent people at brothels. Where do you? Where have you been renting oh my people? God, this conversation. <laughs> Are you so out of touch? I'm. Excuse she kind of waves her hand and she like walks over to the carriage and she's like, "I'm done." <laughs> she just goes over to the carriage. 
<laughs> and is like trying, like looking how pretty it is and like touching it and like making sure it's nice. Uh, oh, okay. Um, so. Yeah, let she me... gets in the carriage. <laughs> She's done. Let me go get the, the the next available driver, and we'll we'll get all of the the gold figured out. Um, so they they rummage around and they find um someone to drive the carriage, and uh, I guess Maxine is looking at the um the carriage. So Pax and Tora, what are you doing? I'm petting the horses. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to. Uh, I'd like to pet Hazel as well, please. Okay. Oh, it's uh, just one horse. Sorry. Petting well, it's Hazel, horse. and then and there's a stable with the other horses. Oh, yeah, that's where I am. I'm at the stable. Okay. Pax, your passive perception's like seventeen, right? Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. You notice out of the corner of your eye, it looks like you're being watched. By whom? <laughs> Go on. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, I. Uh, you know, I'm gonna yeah, need a perception checker. Got any more of those rolls? You got any more <laughs> dice rolls? We are a D&D podcast. We I say that I we're like... actual play. That's an unnatural 20. Okay. You see this, someone out of the corner of your eye, and you whip around real quick uh, with your bounty hunter reflexes. And you, um, you catch a glimpse of... Um, it's a, a Kenku is uh, looking at you from the shadows. Is that the bird? Bird. Yes, the bird people. Yes. Bird people. Bird people. <laughs> uh, and but just as quickly as you see them, they they vanish. Can you? Did I catch like the Kenku's maybe like age or gender or occupation with my perception? Uh. It's kind of hard to, to tell much about Kenku just from a, a glance. Um, but you did notice that the Kenku had a... Um, one of its eyes was glassed over. Fake? <laughs> Sorry, you said that like a parrot. <laughs> it was funny because you were just fake. talking like a Fake? <laughs> fake? It's a fake. I'd like to walk over to that that shadowy area mm -hmm. and kind of like just survey the ground or just try and find any like clues as to where they went. No, okay. like that. Roll me an investigation. Can Kanku fly? No, they cannot. They are notoriously flightless. So they're like chickens? No, they don't have wings. Oh, like... They have Wait, hands. What? They have hands. They got like, you know, like um, like clawed feet that birds have. Mm -hmm. They got those yeah. for hands, too. I was picturing like Dorito mm -hmm. in Zelda. That's what I was picturing. No, they don't got no feather fingers. They got scaly fingers, scaly bird claws, and they got little the talons on them. That's really creepy. I fucking hate birds. <laughs> Good. I'm glad I chose Kenku for the race. <laughs> oh my God. The birds in our backyard dive bomb me. I fucking hate birds. <laughs> it's going to be real hard to roleplay that as a druid. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's like a druid who fucking hates birds. I'm just going to like run up to the Kenku. Birdie! 
<laughs> it's like we're like, why aren't you really into this bird? And it's like I just fucking hate birds. It's like the only animal like she just can't handle, like Torah. <laughs> <laughs> I am I am named after a tiger. I eat those things. Just kidding. I don't eat birds. I don't eat meat at all. And you don't wear metal. You eat berries from a bush outside of a tavern. Twigs and berries, that's my thing. Anyway. That's another thing. So that's an 18 to investigate. Okay, you, uh, you're, uh, upon your inve- Start over, run back. Upon closer <laughs> inspection, you do not, uh, see any discernible marks or anything in the area where you saw this kinku. And that kind of leads you to believe that they are trained similarly to you. Did I notice what the kenku was wearing? Uh, yeah, it, it was wearing uh, deep-colored robes, so really dark-colored robes. Right. Not that I have saw any of all this, but does that mean he was a member of your guild? Mm. You, uh, in your immediate circle, you do not recall having a kenku among your ranks. Okay. I don't know no birds. That's Pax. That's what he sounds like. They. That's what they sound like. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm gonna go... I'm gonna go back to Tora and just kind of nudge her nonchalantly. We've been watched. Me? Yeah. Don't oh. look now, but we've been watched. Uh, okay. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead I, serious. I don't know what you mean. There's there's, pe- uh, there's people everywhere. What? You, of course, we're being watched. There specifically, someone was watching us. Oh, should we be worried? Just keep your eye out, as will I. Okay, and I'm going back to petting the horse. <laughs> I love Torah. Yeah, I roll my eyes and I walk away. <laughs> 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 oh my god, please don't. <laughs> got it. Pretty horsey. God. I can't. <laughs> uh, so the the clerk comes back and uh, says, okay, uh, we've got you all uh, figured out. We've got uh, your driver right here. This is... Um... You can do this. You don't need... This is Ed... You can't do this. I take it back. Hey, what? Because we can't have people named Ed in our fantasy world? I mean, you can. Is it spelled like double D? Like Ed, Ed, and Eddie? Double double D. D. Uh, He's my favorite. favorite. It's it's E apostrophe D D. Ed. Mm. Sure. Cool. (laughs) Can I roll an insight on both of them? Yes, please do. Sixteen. Okay, they seem legit. They who are they are who they say they are. Ah shit! I don't have my dice. <laughs> oh no! Oh my god! I have. The app. I, have I promise. The app. I promise that we're an actual podcast. <laughs> we have been doing that. We've been doing this for a year. Let go. Keep going. Yes. Push through. Okay. So the clerk comes back. She says, "This is Ed. He's going to be your driver." And uh, he'll, he'll get you to Gizmoboro in, in no time. Uh, so that just leaves payment. Uh, so for the sweets and treats package, that's going to be an extra five gold. And then you had to hire a driver. And we've also got the carriage itself with Hazel, our best horse, 
So everything is going to come out to 60 gold. After a few seconds, uh, a tiny bag comes flying out of the back of the carriage and just like lands by his feet. <laughs> okay. Um... God, you're such a dick. I love it. <laughs> well, uh, let, let, you all will be, be off now. Oh, okay. We'll goodbye. <laughs> um, so you all load into the carriage and you set off. And we're going to the Grotty Tower, right? Correct. I don't know what that is. My character doesn't know what that is, but that I was asking. Nicole. <laughs> oh. Where is it? Oh, it's in Gizmoboro. It's not too far away. So you're basically retracing your steps from when you went from the Thorn to the Thornburn Estate, and now you're going to the Grotty Tower. So you just went Dad. from here to here to here. And when it's from point A to point B, from B to A-ish. Okay. The Grotty Tower itself is on the southern end of Gizmoboro. Okay. So we're going there, and I'm going to basically try to get us to Inteva is the plan. Yep. We're going to be your entourage. Oh, by the way, Marchioness, that your title, what your title is preceded by, is the most honorable. Yes. <laughs> the most honorable Marchioness. Yes, that's me. Um, so yeah, that's what we're doing. In on the way, I want to like change into, I guess I would have like gotten dressed already into like my, I want, I'm wearing my fanciest clothes because I want to seem presentable and I've got my like, where are you keeping all these clothes? In my bag of holding that I haven't told you that I had. Mm. <laughs> I feel yeah, I didn't like give that's... you all any magic items. No, you didn't. And this is... I feel like that's totes on brand, though. Yeah. Like a Hermione bag. Got all my clothes in it. Okay, she just has her whole armoire in there. Yeah, basically. What is that spell? Uh, undetectable extension, I think? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm wearing super fancy clothes. Um, probably... So she... Her, like... Crest color is emerald, of course it is. And so she's wearing an emerald dress and she's got like ribbon in her hair and she's got all of her jewelry on and she looks very fancy. For carriage ride. To go to the Grotty Tower. Yes. Specifically. Of course. Naturally. Mm -hmm. Do you all talk to each other on the carriage ride or just sit in silence? I feel like I'm like admiring her because obviously i've never seen someone as fancy as she is <laughs> and she loves it <laughs> yes i love it i noticed that it, i noticed obviously and i'm like living in it <laughs> i'm just like i'm like thinking about how her dress is like the color of the forest and it reminds me of home oh my god <laughs> and i tell you that <laughs> can i just curl up at your feet <laughs> no i'm not like worshipping her. I'm just admiring it, and it's making me homesick. The color of her dress. <laughs> the color of her dress is making me homesick. <laughs> uh, sorry? <laughs> 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 uh, 
don't know if that's a compliment or <laughs> if you're telling me that my dress makes you sick. But either way, no. <laughs> you're welcome. It's pretty. Why do you have so many clothes? I like to change my clothes every day. <laughs> well, <laughs> not what I meant, Dick. <laughs> I just mean, why? why do you have so many? I've seen you wear so many things in such a short amount of time. Because different occasions call for different ways to present oneself. You'll see. You'll see. I'm like looking down at like my very basic clothing, <laughs> my common clothes. And I'm just like, is this not good <laughs> enough? Oh, no, it's it's good for for you. It's good. You'll be fine. <laughs> okay so that's what they're doing <laughs> I'm like okay. trying to bait you into like giving me a makeover because I think that would be hilarious <laughs> but like it's you're not taking the bait <laughs> I kind of wanted you to be like you don't look good enough maybe I should do something about that <laughs> she's not going to waste her makeup on you I was like mm, I feel like we're not close enough yet I feel like it has to be a situation <laughs> I feel like it's more like you're ashamed that I'm with you, so you're making me more presentable so that you feel better about having me next to you. My way of getting you through the grotty tower is going this is this is Maxie. Uh my way of getting getting us through the grotty tower is going to be that you you both are my servants. Um and you must come coming. with me like my luggage must come with I saw me. that coming. Um, so I think it's actually best you just wear what you're wearing. I think that's fine for my purposes today. See, I said every outfit serves a purpose and your outfit serves me. Thank you. <laughs> Whoa. Got it. I take, I'm taking all of this very literally. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know that I should be offended by that. Yes, I know. <laughs> Meanwhile, Pax is like, I want to die. She's terrible. <laughs> at, at this point, I would like to move to the uh, exterior of the carriage where maybe the person driving the carriage, where Ed might be. Are you doing that while it's moving? Are you like scaling it? Yep, just to get away from her. <laughs> I gotta get out of there. <laughs> yeah, this is gross. I'm gonna go talk to Ed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there are... Um... There are footholds on the side of the uh, the carriage where you can uh, You're like actually scaling it up. to get away from it. <laughs> I just she's in the middle of a sentence. I just fling open the door and I step <laughs> out. <laughs> Whoa there! Ah, you uh, came to join me up here, huh? Hi, Ed. Hi. I didn't catch your name. What's your What's your name? My name is Pax. Oh, well. It's a pleasure to meet you, Pax. Thank you so much for for hiring me this fine day. It's beautiful weather, isn't it? Is it beautiful weather? It is. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty nice out. Is it beautiful weather or is he being fucking weird right now? <laughs> it's hailing. It's hailing. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Maybe he's from the Veiled City. No weather there. We couldn't have picked a finer day to... To take this voyage. Nope, we should we'll be there in no time. Okay. In that case, I'm fine to sit in silence. Oh, well. Smile. 
Yeah. Suit yourself. I'm going to whistle. Jokes <laughs> <laughs> on you, Ed's a whistler. <laughs> he sets to whistling. I pull out my ocarina and I'm like, just kind of going along with it. Okay, I'm going to whistle. It really tickled you, huh? <laughs> it's really funny. It's good. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, so are you all doing anything else other than offending each other and trying to play the ocarina as an accompaniment to Ed's whistling? Sorry, Ed's whistling? I'd like to keep a lookout simultaneously. All right, uh, roll me a perception check. Are we being followed? I don't know. Well, I crit myself. <gasps> oh no! And you're not I... a halfling. Yeah. <gasps> yes, Justin can <laughs> finally crit himself. Yes. yes! <laughs> ha, fucker! <laughs> Every time it happened, you'd be like, "Ah, I can just re-roll it because I've got lucky man." <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I'm going Karma. down with this ship just just for this. You know, I did Karma. give you humans the um, the ability to take feats instead of ability score improvements, and you could have taken the lucky feat yourself as a human. No, I'm good. No, Justin's not a human. Which would have been funny if both of you took the lucky feat. Both Tora <laughs> and Maxine took the lucky that feat. That would have been hilarious. That's good. We should have talked about that. Now we we're all that. in the same boat. Anywho, um, you're just way too into, you hit a rhythm with this ocarina and Ed, you found it. You're just, you're jamming. We're going to be like best friends. (laughs) Those sweet tunes. Just wait for, wait, wait for Ed and Pax, the, uh, the whistlers. I want to stick my head out the window because the door is obviously closed now and be like, toss a coin to your witcher. (laughs) Free bird! Just do, it's gonna be, it's Pax and Ed, but you put it together and it's just Paxed. Get it? Man, I thought that was gonna land better. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say Ped, but. No. They're no. both short enough. I was gonna say Pax Ed or Ed Pax, but then I just didn't Pax-Pax. make that joke. Pax. Paxed. Whatever, Pad. y'all suck. Pax is good. <laughs> Pad. <laughs> Listen, nothing will ever be. What was it? Drew. Uh, oh my god. Dragomir. Dragomir. No, it was. No, what was the one with the three of you? Yeah, the drag. Dragomir is just uh, Agamir and Drew. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. That's our ship. <laughs> Dragafina. Dragafina. That's right. We kept the drag. Dragafina. Dragafina. So fabulous. If you want to learn more about Dragafina, listen to episode (laughs) 50 of the Village Idiots podcast, season one, coming soon to a theater near you, which you won't be going to because you should be social distancing. Everyone stay home. Everyone stay home. No matter what your fucking governor says. Wear a mask everywhere you go. (laughs) They make my face hot. Yeah, this r- the, really the fantasy part of uh, D&D right now I is that you wear. all aren't wearing masks. <gasps> yeah. My uh, Animal Crossing character wears her mask all the time. <laughs> oh my god, I saw they were selling those and I was like, I'm doing this to like 
escape not to think about it. Please stop. I got mine as a gift and it's black. It's like a black privacy mask and it's fucking metal AF and I hey. love wearing it. Tune in to Dilly and Dally. We're going to be talking about <laughs> Animal Crossing, probably. Oh my <laughs> God, can we please? <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm not doing anything else. Anyway, uh, how long until we get there? Wait, Dungeons and Dragon. Got it. All right. Mm-hmm. It actually takes uh, significantly less time than um, Wooburs carriage took, his automatic carriage. Uh, it, uh, Wooburs self-driving carriage went at kind of a plotting pace. It took you about six to eight hours, I believe, to get to where you were trying to get to at the Thornburn Estate. That's a long time. Yeah. But Ed and Hazel are able to, uh, they, they whip through the streets of Alari. Uh, you actually take a southerly route that drives you past the Veiled City, and you can see the the giant maw of the entrance to the city itself. The Veiled City. It is massive. It's probably ten miles across from side to side, so you can just barely make the other side um, from where you are. So yeah, you go from Lux to Fellows along the, the maw of the Veiled City, and then you arrive in Gizmoboro with no problem at all. You get off, or you, uh, the, the sweets and treats package, it's okay. Uh, not worth five gold. Lame. But, um. I'm gonna write a review on Yelp. Fantasy Yelp. <laughs> Yelp. Yelp. And you, uh, arrive pretty quickly at the Grotty Tower of Gizmoboro. It takes maybe three hours. It's not super quick, but it's quicker than it was last time. Well, here we go. All's ashore that's going ashore. Ha, that's a, a joke I have because we never leave land. Um, anyway, <laughs> see you all. And he starts whistling and he, he heads off. Okay. Thanks, Ed. Oh, don't mention it. Good jam session. Good I've, jam gotta, session. I've gotta get me one of them clay flutes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, okay. So let's, uh, the, can we see the Grotty Tower from where we are? Yeah, the Grotty Tower's, uh, the last time I described it was very early in season one, so I will describe it again to you now. Do it. The Grotty Tower is a, um, hundred foot tall tower. Imagine that. Shocking. Um, it is a <laughs> bright white stone. It's not marble, but it is akin to marble. Um, it does have some, uh, veins kind of running through it, and these veins seem to kind of pulse in the color that they... That sounds very phallic, I'm just saying. I was saying. like, can you not? <laughs> all, all towers are phallic, and if you look at a thing of marble, it has veins all over. Okay, I was like, the veins, and I was like, okay, that's bad, and then you were like, pulsing, and I was like... Mm-hmm. No, it's not pulsing, it's more... <laughs> Here, this is better. There are so many words, and you chose those. It undulates. <laughs> no, worse. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. I got no, it. no. It, it throbs. No. <laughs> are you just running through remember. like cheesy romance novel like adjectives to describe? Are you going to say it's quivering next? Like, come on. Well, yeah, the bosoms of the tower are definitely <laughs> quivering. Oh, God, I hate it. 
Does um, it have like two giant bushes on either side of it, like that make it look like balls? Like, come on. No, no. Me. But I mean, uh, so the the entrance to the Grotty Tower is a, a massive bush that you've actually got to kind of crawl through. <laughs> I hate all of this. Okay, so I was giving you like the vague overview so that you could like form it in your mind, but now the only thing oh. that you're seeing is a big old dick in the middle of the city. <laughs> yeah, rising up. A giant uh, white dick, because there aren't yeah. enough of those. So, right? all right, let's get into the nitty gritty of what an actual grotty tower Don't want to get like. into the nitty gritty of the dick. All right, imagine uh, <laughs> some nice gothic architecture, but it's not in dark stone, it's in uh, bright stone instead. And it's ornamented in such a way that uh, it's obviously some sort of magical tower. This is the tallest thing around uh, in a lot of cases, especially in Gizmoboro. Everything in Gizmoboro is a little lower to the ground because it's a lot of halflings and gnomes and they they tend to uh, do their work underground. Um, so someone was compensating for something. Got it. Well, all the Grotty Towers are the same. Yeah. So. Some architecture was trying to compensate for something. Yep. Had to make it bigger than everything else around. So, uh, but yeah, it's beautiful architecture. Think of, it's styled similarly to the Tower of Orthanc, if you know what that is. Nope. At Isengard from Lord of the Rings. Oh, I didn't know that's what it was called. All you had, you could have just said Isengard and I would have been like, gotcha. Isengard is the name of the place. The Tower of Orthanc is the name of the tower itself. Thank you very much. I get a pass. Uh, I've never seen it. It's not as spiky, though. Um, you have seen the Fellowship of the Ring, so you know it's terrible. Okay, I didn't care that much. Um, <laughs> it's okay. I'm like this about so many things, so I totally get it. Uh, and then, uh, yeah. So anyway, it's um, a walled uh, structure as well. Uh, so the walls, it's, it's a five-mile wide kind of area the perimeter is from diameter one one side to the other is five miles and there are multiple entrances into it five main entrances and each entrance has a checkpoint that you must go through in order to get to the tower that's a lot of stuff i want to go to sleep this is (laughs) you all made dick jokes and so you're gonna get an intensive in architecture of my pretend world okay it's also spelled G-R-A-D-I-E, right? G-R-A-D-I. Grotty. I. Not right. G-R-O-T-T-I-E. Yeah, when you first said yeah. it, I thought it was like grotty. I also C-T-I. thought Intepa had two Ps. It does not. Oh. I-N-T-E-P-A. And when did you say that was Swedish for steps or some shit like that? No, grotty is um, oh, that's Latin, Latin for step word. That was yeah. it. Remember for like... A bunch of years we used to say grody. That was weird, right? Grody. Holy grody. shit. <laughs> Actually. Justin, do you remember that? That word grody? When something was like, Ugh. so grody. I'm yucky. It's grody. Yucky. <laughs> I do get that sense from the word. It's kind of gross. Okay, back to the thing. Come on. Right. You, you have just, you've just arrived at the grotty okay. tower. I just said there's checkpoints. You all just got off of your... Your, your carriage, Ned, or Ed is left. I would like to walk ahead slightly and then realize that I'm serving Maxine at this point. So I would like to turn around and very sarcastically say, 
This way, milady. Um, she doesn't, she knows that it's sarcasm, doesn't care, uh, and says, thank you, and goes forward. <laughs> All right. As Maxine leaves your, uh, as Maxine walks past you, you, Pax, see the Kenku again in the crowd nearby. Snap. How far away is, are they? Uh, about 50 feet back. Okay, birds following me is like a nightmare come to life. I hate this. Oh my god. <laughs> You've accidentally tapped into Nicole's worst fear. <laughs> accidentally. <laughs> Seriously, I fucking hate birds. Okay. Wild. Okay. Uh, this is how I get Justin in a lot of trouble and say I've just been, hey, what does Nicole hate? <laughs> okay. I would like to do something unusual. I guess. Great. So it's up to you. Um, I'll allow it. I would like to pull a crazy bounty hunter shit, right? And Do I would it. like to kind of stealth myself into the crowd and lose myself while maintaining Lose yourself ah. in the music. <laughs> the, the moment. moment I own it. The moment you own it. <laughs> you don't ever want to let it go? Oh. <laughs> Says Ed. Okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> The, uh, I would like to blend in with the crowd, but keep an eye on where the Kanku is at all times so I don't lose them. And I would like to try and sneak up on them and kind of tap on their shoulder. Kill them. I was going to say, you know, like, <laughs> just... <laughs> I would like to grab them by the shoulder. Because yeah. that's like a hella Drew slash Scar move right there. <laughs> like, just... <sighs> Okay, I'm gonna need to make you. I'm okay. Okay. Oh, <laughs> you asked him a lot of things. You just broke Nate. Broke <laughs> He's like uh, processing, I'm processing. You broke Talus four. Now there's gonna be a Talus five. Um, people, I need to figure out how many stealth rolls you need to do right now. Because we're gonna do some stealth versus perception. Um. Oh, birds are dumb. Where's well, the Kenku, so? <laughs> I'm just, I stand, just letting you know the birds I are dumb. Stand by my statement. <laughs> you gonna tell me the birds are the bourgeois next? No. Okay. They're just evil little fuckers. Oh my god. And I'm the bourgeois kidding. isn't? Hey. While um, while y'all are hey. figuring this out, let me tell Emily a really quick story. My cousin had birds when I was sleeping <laughs> at my <laughs> He had birds, like little baby parakeet, whatever kind of birds they were. They used to keep me up at all hours of the night. So that started my hatred for birds. I'm still telling this story. I don't care. That started my hatred. And then when we moved to this place, for some reason, even when the dog is in the backyard, these fucking birds dive bomb me. Like, Justin was sitting outside with me the other day and watched this bird go right past my face. I heard its wings flap in my ear. I hate birds. <laughs> but did you die? <laughs> no, but I could have. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have so that, like, funny. fear that, like, something's going to happen to me on, like, a roller coaster. Like, what happened to Fabio, where it, like, hit him in the face while he was on the roller coaster. And you couldn't tell if it was his blood or the blood from the bird that exploded on his face. Like, I can't. 
Oh I my hate god, her. just don't go on roller coasters. I love them though. <laughs> no, never go on roller coasters. Final destination. There you go. Rule number one. Yep. No. Anyway. Uh, roll me that stealth check to see if you can get away from this Kenku's gaze. Oh, bird's got beady eyes. <laughs> You're freaking Nicole out. No more Kenku's. The, the, uh, the Kenku starts, uh, you can just barely hear it from where it is. It starts kind of chittering. <laughs> Wait, for real, or are you trying to freak out Nicole? I was just trying to freak the call out. <laughs> okay. I'm checking out of this conversation for now. So, that is a 19. Okay. Um, for a second, it looks like the Kenku has got its uh, eyes set straight on you, and then if this were a movie, it would just, you would pass behind someone and it, it lost you. So, uh, roll me another stealth to try and sneak up on it from behind. 21. Okay, you uh, successfully managed to sneak up behind it. It is uh, approaching Tora and Maxine, who are confused as to where you went. Because their passive perception is not very high. And Maxine... Actually, no. Maxine's probably still walking towards the Grotty Tower. Yeah, I'm on a mission. And I'm probably just following behind her, right? Or, like, next to, but behind. If that's what you'd like to do, then absolutely... I'm going to pull my hand crossbow with my right hand into its back, into their back, and with my left hand, grab them by the shoulder and say, don't move. Okay. You hear the Kenku say, we're all friends here. What's your business? And then in a different voice, you hear it say, what's your business? Asked you first. That's your response. <laughs> That's like, I know you are, but what am I? Yeah, and then I jam the hand crossbow into their back a little harder. Uh, another voice, a new voice now says, You stole something from us. Where'd that voice come from? Sounds like the voice of a kid, but it comes from the Kenku. That's just creepy. You need to stop. Kenku can, they can, uh. They can't actually speak. They, like they do mimicry. Chase? Yes, uh, yeah. So Kenku technically can't speak, but they can mimic voices. Mocking Jays, got Yeah. So it's just mimicking different voices. That's creepy. Great. I love Kenkus. <laughs> I'm going to spin them around. And how, uh, how tall are they? Uh, this one's about five feet tall. It's short. That's okay. as tall as I am. If I ever saw a bird that was as big as me, <laughs> I would lose Let, my shit. Let me Although, get started on birds my size. <laughs> First of all, fuck birds. Second of all, fuck big birds. I have been in the presence of an ostrich who tried to take the food I was feeding the kangaroos with out of my hand. That's a bird that's bigger than you, though. It is. It was. I was before my bird fear, though. Oh. <laughs> Man, we're going to have to go deeper into that and dilly and dally. <laughs> I hey. want to know more about what instigated the bird. <laughs> How many bird villagers you got on your island? One, and she's adorable. Her name is Del. Okay. So I approach, or I spin the kanku around, so I'm looking them in the eyes. With my hand crossbow still aimed at them. Okay, you do it 
surreptitiously enough that no one notices you have a hand crossbow drawn uh, in this very crowded city street. The grotty towers are like airports. You get it. I described it enough. Um, so anyway, the, the Kenku uh, looks at, up at you with uh, its one good eye. And uh, it says again in that kid's voice, You stole something from us. Do I recognize that voice? No. Uh, so I ask, stole what? A bounty. I've never stolen a bounty. I've been chasing after him for weeks. I almost had him. Oh, the thorn. Oh. You're the wolf. What? It's a bird. <laughs> well, the thorn wasn't a plant. <laughs> well. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like it'd be very weird if this bird was called the wolf. <laughs> That may be what's happening, but I hate it, if that's the case. Well, yeah, he said he was someone else's name the wolf was after him, right? Yeah. Well, you know, he tried to kill the wolf. Oh, that was, yeah. So, um, which bounty? I've had a lot of bounties. This is your mark. It's the thorn. So this person was chasing the thorn, and we, we got him. Well, it looks like you were a little late to the party. You hear this Kenku say, Welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> no. no <laughs> Come on. <laughs> no. You owe me. That's my reward. I got it fair and square. Just give me the gold, and I'll let you walk away. Um, can I tell what kind of, like, if they're a rogue or magic user or what? Can I just tell just by looking at them? You can't tell exactly. They You can't see any of their equipment. They're wearing um, heavy black robes. The only thing that you know or can infer for certain is that they are also a bounty hunter of some type. Are you with the guild? No. Then I don't owe you shit. Whoa. And I get up in his face. Wrong answer. <laughs> and uh, let's roll initiative. I'm not there. Oh. Yay. I've been waiting for this moment. Do I roll? Yeah, everyone roll. You all are uh, about 40 feet away from where all this is happening. So. A six. A natural 20. 21. All right, Pax, you're going to be first. I'm going to fire a hand crossbow bolt into their gut. Jesus Christ. From point blank. Uh, I was going to say, you're like literally on top of this dude. Well, chances are you're not going to miss. Go ahead and roll me this uh, attack with... Uh, well, no, actually, if you do it from point blank range with a ranged weapon, you actually have... Disadvantage. Right? Disadvantage. <laughs> what? <laughs> But, you know what? I don't feel like dealing with all that. So, so just take an attack world with advantage since you're right up on <laughs> Whatever. That's weird. Don't at me. <laughs> That's a 22. Uh, you know what? That'll hit. And... Damage. Killing this bird will give me great joy. 
Tora says that. <laughs> I wouldn't actually kill a bird in real life. I just want to put that out there. Seven piercing damage, and target must succeed on a DC 13 con save or be poisoned for one hour. You've got a poison bird on your hands. Ooh, poison bird. If it fails by five or more, the target is unconscious and poisoned. You got a poisoned bird on your hands. <laughs> it is upright, though. Okay. Um, next is going to be Maxine. Uh, you don't know what is going on. Nope, nope, nope. And I have uh, no reason to care. <laughs> I go up to the nearest clerk. I find the nearest manager. <laughs> I guess uh, I think I would look around for packs. Um, can I roll an uh, investigation see if I can see them anywhere? Yes. That's an eight. All right. You get right up to the counter and you realize that you haven't heard Pax or Tora recently, and you look behind you, you see Tora immediately. She's just quiet. She's just right there. She's being quiet. There's a lot of people here. It's freaking me out. Yeah, not a whole lot of trees. Um, and you do not see Pax. I turn around and look at Tora, and I'm like, a servant? Yes, you. My servant. Who is my servant? Uh, where is the other servant? Do I know where he is? Was I looking? Uh, you you are not aware of where Pax is. Oh, yeah, because he was, like, stealthy. Um, so I guess I'm just like, I don't know. I thought he was with us the whole time. And then I kind of, like, look around. Do I see him? Do I have to roll something? Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll do it on your turn. Oh, okay. Yes. We're still in initiative oh, yeah, order. We did initiative <laughs> We're <door>. fighting. I forgot. <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> Don't know we're fighting yet. We're fighting a bird. You should be into this. Um, all right. Oh, I it will is the, be when I get to actually kill it. It's the Kenku's turn. Uh, it puts a taloned claw into its deep into its robes, and it pulls out a uh, a Chris knife. Which, if you don't know what it is, it's a curvy looking blade with a very wicked looking point. Squiggle blade. S- yeah, it's a squiggle blade. Sure. Squiggle blade. Or it's a Chris. Squiggle blade. I like squiggle blade better. Uh, it's gonna take a. It's gonna take um a a stab at it. Stab at you. Uh-huh. Stab stab. Uh, With right, squiggle blade. A twenty three. Well, that'll do it. All right. Um, that is seven points of damage. Let's see if I have any reactions. Uh, I don't know if I want to do that in public. <laughs> uh, what? Now I need to elaborate. Know. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say something like that and then not follow through and tell us what you're talking about. Um. Okay. Well, uh, you said seven points of damage. Seven points of damage. And please roll me a, a a Constitution saving throw, please. Oh my God! So much is happening. Poison blade. Poison squiggle blade. Uh, con save. Yep, that's the one. That's a five. All right. Poison. Cool. Uh, you are uh... dead. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how we're just gonna. Dead. Bypass. Dead. Didn't even get the end of episode three. Um. 
Uh, no, you are. Uh, you, you take poison damage. Uh, you take three poison damage. Um. So as a shit, it's not a reaction. It's a bonus action. I should have done it last time. I'll do it next time. Okay. I still want to know what it is and why you yes. shouldn't do it in public. Yeah, I might not want to do it at a grotty tower. That's the thing. All right, it's Tor's turn. Me? I guess yeah. I'm. I guess I'm looking for packs. So do I have to roll? I roll perception or investigation? Yeah. Roll me a perception. Twenty-two. Well, that's gonna do it. You see, uh, through the crowd, uh, there's a little bit of a, a scuffle happening about forty feet back, and you see Pax and a black-robed figure. Oh, I can't see the bird. You can't see that it's a kenku. No, I don't know how I feel about birds. Its back is to you, but you can see Pax for sure. Okay, about forty feet back. So I, I, I turn to. I can talk, right? Yeah, that's an action. Yeah. Or uh, whatever, free you can, action. You can shout, too, if you want. I don't know if I want to shout. I'm not really a shouter. Um, <laughs> I'm a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> um, see, that's what I want. I don't know how I'm going to react, because I, have I ever seen a Kenku? You've seen a bird. Have you seen a Kenku? I don't think so. Okay, then no, you have not seen a kangaroo. Yeah, so I feel like because but I'm such a- has she seen a bird, though? Like, has she seen, like- Well, no, the reason I'm asking is because I feel like I would be so torn about fighting this thing because it looks like a bird. And I wouldn't want to hurt it because it looks like an animal, and that's, like, my whole spiel. Yeah, like, is she, like, in tune with the flamingos, and she's going to see this and be like, whoa! <laughs> It's not a flamingo, Kenku. Well, I know, but like... That was a great way to put it. <laughs> it's um, the same kind of deal, though. Like, yeah. Is it going to freak her out? Because like, if she's never seen any kind of bird ever, then seeing this thing, she's going to be like, oh, a monster. No, she's, like, she's seen birds before. Okay. Is this like a, a Pluto and Goofy situation? Yeah. You, you have never seen a Kenku yourself. You know of them, and you have seen birds before. Got it. Okay, so I'm going to turn to Maxine, and I'm like, I found him, I found him, he's over here, and I point where there's a kerfuffle. I love that <laughs> word. I've been wanting to use that word for days. Love that word. Um, Maxine looks over and sees that there is a scuffle going on, and Pax is involved, and she goes, oh, 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 and she like runs over. She's like, no, 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 no. Oh, yeah, I want to run over. Like, she, like, hustles over there in that weird, like, shuffle run that you do in heels. Can, mm -hmm. she, can she do that? Yeah. When we're in an issue? I have a movement. I'll allow the movement to happen at the oh, okay. same time. It's fine. You both are ten feet away from everything now. Yeah. Uh, Pax, it is your turn again. All right. So, for flavor... I'm going to grab it by the neck. Although, I would prefer not to make a grappling move, that's okay. Um, and I would like to cast Inflict Wounds. Dag. Yeah, you can <laughs> cast Inflict Wounds wherever you want. Why would we switch characters? <laughs> <laughs> I, saw, I saw that I could have it, and I was like, oh my god, this is going to be so awesome. I've taken it. <laughs> 
Roll me that melee spell attack. So I add my spell save, or no, my spell attack bonus? Your spell attack bonus. Ooh. Shit, this bird fucked. Are you casting this at first level? No. I would like to cast this at second level, so that's 4d10. Okay. Cook this chicken. <laughs> it's not a chicken. <laughs> Look at all these it's chickens. chickens. It's funny because Evan calls every bird he sees a chicken now. <laughs> he does. No one taught him this word. <laughs> he just knows it. We have an eagle, like a carved eagle up on our mantle that uh, Nathan's named Gua here and he's had forever. And every time Nathan, uh, Evan points at it and says, chicken, I think, <laughs> I think Nathan dies a little inside. <laughs> Gua here is also from Lord of the Rings. I knew funny. that one, actually. <laughs> Every time he's like, it's Gua and he's like, chicken. I say it's an eagle. <laughs> I know he can't say Gua It's very funny. Chicken. Chicken. Uh, please? That's a, uh, that's a 23 to hit. Well, you know, that'll do it. <laughs> whoop, whoop. His goose is cooked. How many do I get? <laughs> Boiled goose. Keep going. <laughs> well, you, you, you did the infliction. How many damages did you do? I think do? you done you did do, it. Can you do uh, non-lethal? No non-lethal spells. Spells uh, cannot be... You can't hold the spells back. Hold back, hold back. <laughs> no, no, too much. Hold back. You <laughs> the energy going out and you're like... <laughs> yeah, you just suck it back in. Suck it back in. <laughs> yeah, you you exactly. just save like a quarter of that spell slot. <laughs> I've got three quarters of the spell left. Yeah, that's 32 damage. Okay, Kenku looks pretty hurt, but it's not down. Good. What is, your inflict- know. what is your inflict wounds look like? I forget, we're an audio podcast. We have to be a little more flowery in our speech and all that. Uh, let's see. So, I grab it by the neck. I cast inflict wounds, and then a kind of blue radiance emits from each of underneath each of its feathers. Imagine it has feathers around its neck and stuff and chest. It does. So uh, a radiant blue kind of erupts underneath his feathers and it looks like he's being cooked alive, basically. Through blue flame. It's it looks like it's getting cooked, like smoke is emerging from from under the feathers. Gross. Oh, sorry. Grody. Um, <laughs> excellent. I dig it. So, Maxine, it is your turn. You see all this going down. Um, when the inflict wounds occurs and you see this blue light and smoke kind of coming off of this creature, the cloak goes back and you can see that it's a uh, Kenku. Do I know this Kenku? No. Okay. I was just making sure. It's your husband. <laughs> Oh my god, you can are. you imagine? <laughs> no, you don't know Wait, this Kenku. I thought she didn't even know who her husband was. I vaguely remember his name. You've met one at least once. At, at least wedding. once we've met, I know. That is so hilarious. Uh, in passing. In passing. <laughs> Not in quarantine, you can't. No. <laughs> okay, so am I? how far away am I from all this? Ten feet. Ten feet. Um, I think... A little over three meters. I hate that. I'm going to change all my measurements to metric. 
it's so confusing. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't have anything for this. You don't have any uh, combat spells? I mean, I do, but I really don't want to fight somebody right now. You came over going, oh, no, 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 no. I wanted to, because we're trying to do something and make our way and be important people. And you're over here starting a street fight. Yeah, I'm pissed. So So just yell at him. Yeah, can I run over and just like. (laughs) Swat at Pax's hand. No, 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 no. Um, so I see all this going down and I run over and I like s- grab the back of Pax's like collar and try to like pull back. And I'm like, are you aware that we have a mission? This is not what we are supposed to be doing right now. How are we supposed to be? How are we supposed to get in here? If you're out here fighting, what's wrong with you? You're supposed to be my servant, not my prisoner. I'm going to take you through here as if you're a, you're some criminal I have to, I had to subdue. Just as you're saying that, the uh, Kenku uh, uses its blade against you. Me? Yes. <clears throat> that's a 17 to hit. Yeah, that's yep, going to hit a 13. The Chris tears into your clothes. <gasps> and you take six points of damage. And roll me a constitution saving throw, please. 15 plus. What did you say, 15? 15. Plus, I don't know what my... You saved, but you take two points of poison damage. Okay. And the Kenku's going to use try and use some of its movement to get out of Pax's grasp. Well, you didn't want to grapple, so I guess you didn't, you're not really holding on very tight, so it's moving away from... Well, can, uh, if it's in a certain, like, uh, range? Could I get, like, an opportunity attack? Yeah, it's trying to flee from you, so you get an opportunity attack. Alright, I'm gonna grapple the shit out of it. I'll allow it. Roll me an opposed strength check. Hug or, real hard. Let's do a s- In this case, let's not do an opposed strength check and do an opposed dexterity check. Ooh. Oh, you are so sweet. Well... They rolled a three, <laughs> so I would hope that you could get above a three. Yeah, that's a 21. So yeah, because you're not doing a strength check, you uh, the Kenku tries to get away from your grasp, and you are quick enough to keep it right where it is. And that'll bring us to Tora's turn. Me! You see all this go down, you see the inflict wounds, uh, the blue radiance, <laughs> and the smoke. Uh, Maxine trying to stop Pax and then getting stabbed, and then the Kenku trying to get away and Pax stopping it. So what would you like to do? I guess I'm not really sure. <laughs> oh. Good, 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 um, good, good. I don't... Well, WWTD. He's got it grappled, so it's not going anywhere, right? Uh, it's currently restrained. I don't know if we've ever tried to tie something up in the middle of combat before, but is that a thing? Or do I have to, like, drop it to its lowest amount of, like, non-lethal hit points? I, I can't I mean, it would, be, it would be easier if it were unconscious. Um, you look around and you see that people are starting to take notice of what's going on, and some people are trying to briskly walk away from all of this. 
Okay, so this is going to sound so weird, but since people are all around, I mean, this is probably going to make it worse, but like, can can I cast Wall of Fire around us so that no one can get get to us absolutely you can i just i don't so that can way he, you what yeah so he can't get away and we're no one can get i don't know <laughs> if that is what you would like to do you 100 percent can the dis- the discretion i mean it's that oozes discretion right there. <laughs> magazine's gonna lose her <laughs> shit <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like it blocks the the thing from leaving, and it also keeps the other people out. It does do that. It also calls over a ton of copper mantles. That's what I'm, like, wondering if I should do it or not. (laughs) Well... I don't have to make it a big wall. You have to think, too. WWTD. Yeah. I know. I feel like that's what I would do to protect my friends is put up a wall. (laughs) because <laughs> I don't like people coming in. And you said I saw all these people like looking at us and yeah, so I'm going to put up a wall uh, of fire. It says you create a wall of fire on a solid surface within range. That would be the ground, right? You are in range of the ground. <laughs> <laughs> you can make the wall up to 60 feet long, 20 feet high, and one foot thick. Or a ringed wall up to 20 feet in diameter. 20 feet high and one foot thick. So I feel like six feet so people can't really... I don't know. There's Are there that tall character characters? Creatures? I guess orcs uh, are pretty tall. I mean, orcs are tall. Goliath are tall. You know, they're, they're around. But people seem to We're be... We're in Gizmoboro and you said that it was more... Yeah, it's more of the shorter races, like the halflings Small and the gnomes. Peoples. Yeah, so let's there's make smatterings it... smatterings of goblins. Let's just make it six feet tall, just in case there's some tall people. Okay. Um, and then, like, ten feet around us? I guess. Okay. Uh, so which side of the wall would you like to cause damage? The inside or the outside? Oh, fuck me. I forgot about that part. Shit. The outside. <laughs> I guess I don't know. It's a pretty good choice considering the other yeah, option. The outside. Okay. Anyone who touches that side of the wall will take five D eight fire damage. Yeah, so see no wait. If they touch it, they take it? If they end their turn uh, within ten feet of that side or inside the wall. Oh, okay. So yeah. it's a good thing that you didn't do the inside of the wall, so because you know, ten feet from a ten feet yeah. circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone takes five D eight fire damage right now. <laughs> I just wanted it to protect us. I forgot about the damage part. Oh my god. <laughs> so yeah, so I kind of like come over cl- I wasn't that close. I was still kind of a ways away. But like I come closer to Pax after he takes the, I don't even know what this thing is, down, uh, the bird person, <laughs> down, uh, and then I kind of put my hand on the ground and I, like, grab the earth, and all of a sudden you just see fire. 
you kind of see the ring start from my hand and it come like this like red tinted like circle kind of starts going outwards and then fire like shoots up out of the ground because it's dope excellent uh you hear screams of course i do <laughs> maxine looks around and she goes are you fucking kidding me <laughs> what fire it's a pool <laughs> it's protecting us i look up i see the flames and i go what <laughs> and that's where we're gonna end this week's episode <laughs> oh my am i the village idiot because i made a wall of fire yes <laughs> well you know hold on i've got to get through the rest of my end bitch spiel before i get to the village idiot thank you all so much for tuning in to the village idiots podcast uh the live stream if you're listening to it at home thank you so much for listening i hope you had a great time listening i had a great time dming and i hope that my players even though they were sleepy had a good time playing. Uh, the village idiot this week uh, in a a clutch move right <laughs> at the end. Uh, it's it's going to be uh, Torah. Yeah. Uh, but however, because you were so on brand with your character and uh everything uh i'm gonna give you a hero point and inspiration if you don't have it already Yay! uh it was done but it was on brand it was good TM. that deserves it's a hero point. so tm torah yes by the way i would like to uh argue for a pex hero point and inspiration because moving bounty hunters stealthy through the crowd to get to the kanku was pretty badass you know what? That that was that. Was, I'll, I'll allow it. If you have to ask for it, you don't deserve it. No, I <laughs> I was just eclipsed by the wall of fire. Um, that I was blinded. Listen, I was really shitty in this episode. I think I deserve a hero point just for being a dick because my character <laughs> is a dick. We'll talk about it later. Okay. <laughs> no, you all get uh, hero points, and uh, Tora especially gets inspiration. Woohoo! So if you want to reach out to us, you can find us on the, the social media, right, Nicole? You can find us on Twitter at Village Idiot Pod. And if you want to talk to me personally, you can find me at Nicole the Nerdy. You can find me at JRoma20. I'm at Neurotic Good. I'm at Village Idiots DM. And Jordan, who is not here, is on paternity leave. You cannot find him because he is on paternity leave it's still sad i still wait to hear his <laughs> i know his very white voice like his deep timber anyway uh yeah. <laughs> we also have a website villageidiotspodcast.com tons of really really cool stuff up there uh my favorite thing because me and emily are on it is the link to our patreon <laughs> me and emily are on it and i do not yeah, have this thing it. up uh, do you want me to wing it or are you going to try to pull it up? Speaking of Patreon. Speaking of Patreon, want to hear, hear more, more from, from your from favorite, favorite D&D? Want to hear more from your favorite idiots? Idiots. Well, you're in you're luck like because we, we got a Patreon. Patreon. <laughs> you, do it, you do it yourself now. We can't do it at the same time. It's <laughs> <laughs> just a couple bucks a month. You'll get exclusive. No, 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 no. So Start at awesome. the beginning. <laughs> 
You've said it so many times. You're the actress I in this. It. I dissociate and just read it every time. Oh, <laughs> I wow. don't even feel myself saying the words anymore. Oh, no. Did you find it? No, I didn't. Oh, God. It's fine. Just wing it. Okay. From the top. <laughs> Want to hear more from your favorite idiots? Want to hear more from your favorite no, idiots? No, no, no. From the top. But speaking of Patreon. Speaking of Patreon. <laughs> Want to hear more from your favorite idiots? <laughs> Nicole! I'm sorry. Speaking of Patreon. No! <laughs> Let me do it. Speaking of Patreon. <laughs> Want to hear more from your favorite idiots? Well, you're in luck. What? What happened? I didn't do anything. I'm loving it, Nathan. Because we have a Patreon. For just a couple bucks a month, you'll have exclusive access to DM Insights with Nathan and Behind the Screens. What's what with Dilly and Dally? Nicole and I BS. With Nicole and I talking and <laughs> that's it for now. Oh my god. Oh, oh, oh and a prequel campaign. Uh set a prequel in campaign set in the world of Lanamora. <laughs> this is gold. If a subscription to our Patreon is too much of a commitment for you. We'd love if you could leave us a quick review on iTunes. If you enjoy the show, tell your friends about us, and new episodes come out every Tuesday, so stay tuned. Yes, stay tuned. New episodes out every Tuesday. We stream every Thursday starting at 11.30 Eastern, 8.30 Pacific. Um, also, next week's episode, I think, is going to have our very first guest host. Uh, so we will be playing with a a fourth individual who is not Jordan next week. Uh, they're not taking Jordan's spot. We're just going to bring some people in to have some fun. You know, this uh, campaign, we've got the length of uh, Jordan's paternity leave. So we're going to have a few guest hosts on here and there. Uh, so stay tuned. Watch out for new people voices. Um, thanks. <laughs> For listening, thanks Stay for tuned and watch out. <laughs> Stay tuned and watched out. That's our new sign off. Um, no, it's not. It's always gonna be that real awkward um Bye. 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 Bye.